Don't miss out on the latest news and events in your community. Visit StarLocalMedia.com today. Sign up for our newsletter and stay informed on all the latest stories affecting your neighborhood. And if you're a local business owner, let us help you reach your target audience with our effective advertising solutions. Visit StarLocalMedia.com and take the first step towards staying connected to your community. Today's episode of the Star Local Media High School Sports Podcast is brought to you by Poor Richard's Cafe and Star Local Media. Poor Richard's Cafe, Plano's oldest restaurant since 1973. They are open daily from 5.30 a.m. to 2.30 p.m., serving the three most important meals of the day, breakfast, lunch, and dessert. It is true Texas homestyle cooking made with love and grit at his Poor Richard's Cafe, located off of Avenue K in Plano. Welcome to another edition of the Star Local Media Sports Podcast. I'm Justin Thomas, Denton County Sports Editor, and I'm being joined today by Brian Murphy. He's going to be talking about Frisco and Kendrick Johnson, our McKinney guy. We are continuing our year in review series here this summer, so um, guys, let's just get right into it. A um, couple uh, 6A and 5A programs in McKinney, 6A for me today, and then Brian and on a million test. 5A schools. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> for, for all y'all people that follow me in McKinney, I have an article out that came out last week. MISD showed up and showed out in 2018 and 19. And why, and why is that? How did they do that? We had McKinney <laughs> Boy go to state. We had McKinney Softball, McKinney North Softball go to regionals. We had McKinney Boys Basketball. McKinney boys, McKinney North basketball with the regional quarterfinals. That's just off the top of my head. We had McKinney North alone produce not one, not two, not three, but four district titles, and they went head to head with that district that you might hear this man talk about. That's nine five a, and they went head to head and held their own. And then we take it to the the uh, McKinney High. McKinney High produced a. Uh, Unlikely playoff participant in the boys' football team, who starts off 0 and 5 and goes to the playoffs, yeah. and one of the toughest districts. Unless in the you're state. Mesquite Horn, Mesquite Horn, 0 and 7 or something. Yeah, yeah. But but uh, we're talking about one of the toughest districts in the state where you have yeah. a oh, yeah. powerhouse. They did that in football and in volleyball. They were picked six in the district and they ranked as high as six in the state and went to the region quarterfinal round, where they lost to the eventual state runner-up. And then Boyd speaks for itself. The boys' baseball team. Be not one, not two, not three, but four of the best teams in the state in back-to-back fashion and gained threes. Got to the first ever state semifinal round. And the softball team had won two games, not just two district games, two games, period, two years ago. Wrote the right arm of Kenzie Cackley, who had 497 strikeouts to get them mm. in the playoffs and in the playoff drought. If that's not showing up and showing out, what is? Kendrick, which McKinney ISD school had the best athletics year? Overall, oh, McKinney North easily. McKinney North had four district champions. They won a playoff game in soccer, girls soccer, boys basketball, baseball, and softball. And the baseball team, I've been missed. Don't get mad at me, Coach Gatewood. The baseball team also went to the regional quarterfinal round. It was a, a tough game on three away from going to the regionals. You mentioned some of this playoff success that they have. You obviously follow these teams throughout the season. Were these kind of playoff runs that you were expecting, and, or were they kind of somewhat unsurprised, and you were kind of surprised at how deep some of these McKinney teams were able to get? I, I won't go like, they all were unsurprised, but since I've been covering this my third year, other than the Boyd soccer team, Boyd soccer team, 
I haven't seen no made a run. So it's like yeah. they get there, they post to lose, they lose. They get there, they post to win, they've been losing. So seeing McKinney girls make a run, Coach Erin Hickabotham did a hell of a job. She got them from six in the district, post to be to six in the state. That's incredible. And then you got Coach Shavers, who started got a team from 0 and 5 to get them to 4 and um, 5 to get into the playoffs. It was our first all area coach of the year. And then you got Boyd, who beat the 8th, 6th, 4th, number 8, 6, 2, and 1 teams in the state just to get to the state semifinals. And Coach Court was area coach of the year. That was the most craziest yeah. one. Like, they'll be talking about that 20 years. Uh, I keep telling people that, that like, there's no such thing as a, a, a participation trophy, but that's the closest you can get to not winning state title. Yeah. <laughs> and they beat, I think, on the side ranch, they had three major leaguers that got drafted this year and on the Woodlands, too. So, And I think one of the other teams had once. They beat five to six minor leaguers yeah. in the same year to get to the draft. Like That's something you tell your kids about. Yeah, we didn't win, but guess who we beat? <laughs> Sticking with McKinney uh, just a little bit more, like, don't they have like some distance runner that's pretty decent or something, too? <laughs> the, the, the great London Colbert, <laughs> and I say great, this lady has read 70-something races, and she's won every one of them, and she's a nine-time state champion. You know you're good when people are talking, criticizing she's not you done yet for, for, for only winning by a second. Yeah. Like, what was wrong? You're not winning by ten seconds like you used to. At the end of the day, she's nine <laughs> for nine, and I'd be remiss to at the McKinney North softball team. The year started off, the coach tells them this is the last year because she's getting married and she's leaving the district, and they used that as a rallying point with a great group of uh, senior leadership, um, Kaylin, Kaylin Denhorn and um, Paige Capney helped lead them to the regional um, quarter, no, regional semifinals. But on their way, they beat this man here's district, that would be Frisco, <laughs> swept Frisco Independence, <laughs> He's going beat Frisco Lone Star, and nobody gave them a chance. They said they were going to run rule, but they ran rid of the Frisco. But didn't McKinney North <laughs> finish first in that district, and Lone Star stumbled in as the four seed, and Lone Star took them to three games? They beat him pretty good in game two. We got to give him some props there. I don't know what happened against the, in the Independent Series. Shout out to Independence <laughs> winning the the district uh, in softball. Uh, I think North is just red hot, man. I, I, Kaylin Derham went from nobody talking yeah. about this girl to she was all state player, and uh, their coach did as good as a job you can get without getting. She basically finished running up in the all area coach of the year. Uh, coach uh, Amy Gwynn, Coach Gwynn. Great, great job. Pops to you. She's heading off to another school district because she's getting married. But she's only 25 years old and won 70 games. <laughs> uh, well, since Kendrick always seems to like to go at and knock down the Frisco schools, here's your chance to, the thing to is, prop Frisco them up. The Frisco schools have a lot of talent, a lot of individual talent. But my man here acts like, how is, how is <laughs> McKinney going to compete with this? Like, this is like the Alabama Invitational where they're in it every year. Frisco had a pretty good year. Come on, man. <laughs> the, the sports you're bashing me for is when McKinney North was the one seed in something in a really weak district, and then they go play the four seed in a Frisco district. District, and those are pretty good games. They played Lebanon, the Lebanon Trail. So we, we the, okay. bounce it out. Had they lost the Independence, you have something to say. But they sure. Them one, two, In the two, Independence, two. man, they they're one year away from making a deep run. They're they're just young. They're they're their best players are sophomores and juniors. They're going to be they're, they'll be back. But Lennon Colbrus, she had some competition this year. If you don't remember. The, the person that ran her the best, you know, kept the closest with her in, in all these regional and, and state meets, 
It's Colleen Stegman she from Frisco Reedy. Three times by a total of like six seconds. Yeah, it's it's not like so. London is is great. You know what year is she? She's, she's a sophomore. A sophomore. She'll so be a so Colleen's senior year, she'll finally have you know that monkey yeah. off her back with London Colbert. Hopefully, there isn't some young stud coming up <laughs> in, somewhere in the state or in the area. Uh, There's one in Flower Mound, but you won't. She won't have to compete with her. One six A. Yeah, thank God for yeah. Colleen. St- yeah. <laughs> Colleen Stegman's sake. Uh, but yeah, I mean, so Colleen Stegman. I mean. I wouldn't be surprised if she kind of kind of gets in the mix next year. I'm not saying she's going to beat London Coldbrith, but by the time her high school career is over, I think she'll have a state title uh, in, in long distance uh, long distance running there. But sticking with Reedy, man, the first biggest story of, of really the year, in, in my opinion, was the Reedy football team. Yeah. You know how they, you know. They came out of nowhere. Two years ago, you know, they were, what, two and eight? Last year, they kind of were knocking on the door. And then in 2018, their third ever varsity season, mm-hmm. they go four rounds deep. They give Alito their stiffest competition yeah. that they faced all year long. Alito blew out everyone, especially in the playoffs. Reedy only lost by 10. And to that, Alito? To Alito in the fourth round. And that was a weird game. It was at Justin Northwest. You know, that time of the year, you know, late November, early December, yeah. the weather is just awful, man. It was just blustery wind. It was kind of raining off and on. Uh, so Alito kind of had their number there, but man, Reedy football uh, put themselves on the map. Um, but still, they didn't. Reedy overall didn't have the best athletics year. I know this isn't about who had the best athletics year or whatnot, but this when you have so many schools that you got to kind of micromanage these yeah. teams and see, you know, who. So you basically got ten, you basically cover eighty teams then, because everybody has eight. Essentially, yeah, and that's not even that's not even including we'll give you a pass. that's not even including individual you know state champions. And so in Liberty, uh, Inisi Kabongo she won the state title in track. Uh, Sonia Ford she won one as well. Uh, the Liberty girls wrestling team uh, dominated as well. They have. Um, multiple state qualifier state champions uh, there as well. Uh, I mean, but when I, I, a couple weeks ago, I saw something on Twitter. Lone Star, of all schools, they were out here talking. You know, they, they had the deep run in girls basketball, went to the fifth round. They had the deep run in boys basketball, go to the fifth round. You know, they had the best Frisco team out of District 55A. Maybe not the best Frisco team all around. Maybe Reedy was the best team last year. Uh, but they made that run before they lost to Tyler John Tyler in the playoffs. And baseball made it to the regional tournament as well. So you had these main sports. Mm-hmm. So when you have the, the, you know, the main, you know, the big three, I guess you could say, football, basketball, baseball, yeah. making these deep runs, it, it magnifies things quite a bit. So Lone Star, they were, they had a lot to talk about on, yeah. on Twitter once the, once the school year was coming <laughs> to an end. So a, a, lot of, a lot of people were saying, hey, we had the, you know, we had the best athletics year in Frisco and maybe of all time, even Jason Shelley, former quarterback who's now yeah. quarterback at Utah, he chimed in on Twitter about it as well. And they, they had a case. They had a case for it. But when you really crunched all the numbers down and count all these other sports, and golf, which Frisco's really good at, Wakeland Boys sent a golf team. Yeah. I haven't even mentioned the Lebanon Trail girls golf team, you know, being a couple strokes away from winning state mm-hmm. uh, in just their second year as a varsity program. First year ever in 5A. <laughs> their two best golfers are sophomores and juniors. But anyways, mm-hmm. so then you, you look at all these combined. Wakeland, you know, they won a state cha- uh, state title in girls cross country. Uh, we all know about the boys yeah. and girls soccer teams. It's a disappointment when they don't win the title. Exactly. I was gr- going to say, <laughs> not everything's about the Lone Star Cup, but Wakeland was a clear. Oh, clear yeah. So, heads and shoulders and that was a, speaking of the Lone Star Cup, they finished sixth of the state. Props to them. Had dominant year. McKinney uh, North finished in the top 25. Nobody from the McKinney North District or none of those Frisco teams, to put things in full perspective, are in the top 25 other than Wakeland and McKinney North. And then so that show you Liberty was some, to this. Liberty was somewhere down at the end. I don't remember exactly what number they were. They cut off at 25. Yeah, yeah and they must have. But I, I, saw, I had saw their number towards the end, and then that's when it that's when it hit me. I was like, man. 
Liberty low-key won in a lot of things. And I, in my head, I'm like, okay, it's it's Lone Star Wakeland. And basketball? And, and, and uh, yes. Liberty shout Girls. Out to, shout out to Randy Thompson. Randy Thompson, man. Me and Kendrick still talk about that all the time. <laughs> she's she, she, she part of the family. Now. The, she green the, green the crazy green shot. That that might have been the coolest <laughs> moment uh, all year covering, you know, Frisco sports. Oh, you I was I was there at the Curtis Cowell Center, man, you know. She get, had that mama mentality. Regional final against Lone Star. They played twice already. One of them had gone in overtime and, you know, just classic battles. The two best teams really in that area. And they were there in the same district. She channeled that mama mentality. She really did, man. She poured 19, she scored 19 points. Most of it came in the fourth in overtime. Uh, but if, if y'all don't know about this shot, it was, you know, round well, five against Lone Star. Uh, down by three. Randy is forced to heave up a, you know, 25, 28-foot three-pointer to tie it and nails it. And there's a great picture by our own Glenn Gunn. Uh, I got yeah. to give Glenn, uh, Glenn a shout-out on this one. You see Ross Reedy, the head coach for Liberty. He's in the background. He's just like, are you not entertained? Yeah. He's just, <laughs> uh, he, he, he texts me afterwards. He's like, hey, man, you got to take that picture. I got sweat on my armpits. I'm like, hey, no one is worried about that <laughs> at all. Y'all just tied up. T- you know, that picture was epic. And then they went on to win the game in overtime. And, and then they lose uh, to Amarillo in the state final. But that was a great game there. Uh, so big props to them. Liberty Volleyball also won the district. Liberty Boys Basketball also made a nice run. They were co-district champions with Lone Star. So I was thinking, man, Liberty, on top of those individual state champions and, you know, wrestling, and, and track and stuff. I was like, man, they passed Lone Star. I'm sorry, Lone Star. I know y'all had the great runs and in, in the in the in those big sports like football and basketball and stuff. But Liberty, I, I think Liberty, you know, finished second in my Lone Star Cup standings. I yeah. guess you could say. <laughs> Uh, but you know, wake, wake, the Murph Cup, the Murph Cup. <laughs> yeah, but you, you gotta show up to one of those schools that present that. <laughs> I may not make it out alive. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so then of course you had Memorial. You know, kind of making some noise. A cool moment was them beating Lebanon Trail in football earlier in the year uh, for their only win of the season. You know, the very first they've been a program for what. Two months, yeah. and then they go out there and and <laughs> I mean, it's a two it, really, man, they they roll out guys in the in the summertime, and next thing you know they're having to play varsity football on the five A level. That's brutal. Uh, and then their girls basketball team made the playoffs, uh, almost beat Wiley East, I believe, in the first round. Their two best players are freshmen, so we'll we'll be seeing them. See them in the lot and Lebanon Trail girls golf, like I mentioned. Yeah, they they, they, they finished second at state. They were leading after day one. Gotcha. And man, they're see, that's what Frisco gets you. If you look at those, I saw to see. I think they have too many teams to get the cup, but that's what True. it gets you. You got a lot of those individual tennis and golf. They have like a school that's like that's the tennis school, that's the golf school, really? that's the track school. Honestly, man, there's a couple in each one that's like, hey, that's like you'd say Lone Star right now is the basketball school, but then Liberty's also a basketball school. I'd say like there's two or three schools in Frisco that are. A specialized in, in, in a certain sport. You know, I'd say like golf would be, you know, Wakeland, Lebanon Trail, and maybe either Centennial or Liberty, who's been, you know, in the state. They got the undercover recruiter. <laughs> oh, man, I'm not going to dive into that. But, I, I mean, I feel like I haven't left anyone out. Shout out to Frisco Heritage Baseball making the playoffs for the first time ever. Uh, Frisco Heritage Boys Track winning uh, the district four years in a row. As, as the Heritage, I don't want to say they've been a laughing stock, but they kind of been like, that's just Heritage. No, no, man. So this year, they, I've never really heard them they, they dominate in track, man. They have, uh, Coach Gaines, a former – the, uh, this is the first like, they, they had a good yeah because this is the first I've heard them be on the radar so it's kind of like they're turning things around yeah sort of but they, they do other things really well when you think about heritage sports you, the track first comes to mind I mean the 
two years in a row the girls have won district, four years in a row the guys have won district. They've got uh, Christine Gaines, you know, former U.S. Olympian as the the head coach. Coach. Oh yeah. And then they second behind McKinney North in the regionals. Yeah. Oh, and she, she hey, she she uh, she knows how to beat them. I, she's she's got what it takes. I know they haven't beaten them yet, but <laughs> she's doing something right in Frisco, man. She is she's a stud. She's when you think of the elite coaches in any sport in Frisco, she's so definitely one of them. <laughs> she's definitely one of them for sure. So it's gonna be cool next year. To see how, what happens with 10-5A and 9-5A once again. I would say it's pretty I, even if you look across the board because we talk about the McKinney angle, but you overlooking the uh, Lovejoys and Wiley East. They got them a couple times too. Oh yeah, Lovejoy can play. Yeah, Lovejoy almost knocked out Reedy in softball in the first round. It was a one-game playoff, and that kind of leads me to Reedy softball making it to the fifth round the ever in the third. No, that that's Centennial. Man, I. So the softball was loaded in, in uh, Frisco ISD this year, but yeah, no shout out to Reedy making it to the fifth round. A couple, you know, key injuries, unfortunate injuries in that fifth round game against a team like Forney. You're not, you're not going to win if that happens. Uh, was a big, big shout out to them. And like you said, Lovejoy, man, they're they're a squad, man. They gave them a run for their money in that first round, but I feel like I'm leaving leaving some things out, some oh. teams out, but oh, oh, gonna, oh well, it's going oh well. to happen oh well. on occasion. Today's podcast is brought to you by Star Local Media. 14 newspapers and websites with a print distribution of 270,000 homes and monthly page views of 600,000 online. Star Local Media, your community voice for news. And now, let's get back to the podcast. I feel like I've been talking for an hour. So. Yeah, enough of this 5 talk. Let's, <laughs> let's get to some 6A talk here. Um, so I'm going to hit on the seasons at Coppell and Louisville a little bit. Um, we mentioned earlier, you guys talking about London and the Reedy Girl running well mm-hmm. in cross country well maybe the biggest surprise in cross country this year was Coppell's girls team um, they win the state championship their first ever at the 6A level um, just kind of to show the depth and the talent that's available ar- around in this area in cross country this is a Coppell team that won the state championship that didn't win district or regionals so they didn't mm. they weren't the best team at the district meet they weren't the best team at regionals but their depth really showed in the state meet and they get their first ever cross country championship in Coppell. it was a pretty good all around year i would say for the cowboys they made the playoffs in seven of the eight sports as well they picked up which sport did they not make the playoffs girls basketball was the only one they didn't make it out in um, it's a shame they have such a nice court and such a nice gym <laughs> well, they were right they were right on the cusp but a pretty pretty strong district there when you have yeah, especially oh yeah. when you work in Irvin MacArthur and with the other Louisville schools and mm-hmm. stuff um, so that was the only sport they missed out on but they uh, picked up a couple championships as well um, girls soccer had a great season you know Lost in the third round, but if you're asking me, they were the second best team in the state. Nobody gave South Lake Carroll a game like Coppell did in that third round, taking them into overtime. Mm. They ended up losing 3-1, but they did get them to overtime. You know, South Lake just goes on to just pretty much massacre everybody the rest of the way to the state championship. A South Lake team might be one of the best teams assembled in the last season. Certainly, from yeah. what everybody says, offensively, it's one of the most talented offensive teams ever. Yeah, all these I'm not too... Uh, in tune with their roster, to be honest, but um, I'm guessing they're going to be good again <laughs> next year. South Lake, man, they're going to be good. Um, he knows about that culture. But yeah, the Coppell. South Lake alum, aren't you? Uh, yeah, yeah, yes. Okay. I'm a former Dragon. Um, but yeah, the Cowgirls had an incredible soccer season. They just ran into the one team that probably could have beat them, and they happened mm-hmm. to run into them in the third round instead of the state championship. Um, you know, boys basketball. You know, the coming into there, they u- they lose what many people thought might have been their best player. He transfers to high school in Louisville. Then K.J. Liggins, who's a two-sport star, injures himself in early in the football season, so he misses the whole basketball season. Mm-hmm. So two projected starters, one of them, which was, you know, a potential, like, player of the year candidate in Quavian Adger, 
doesn't matter. They still win the boys' basketball district championship, so a great year there. Tariq Aman kind of wraps up his four-year varsity career, leading them to the title there. So a pretty good uh, year all around for Capel, even though I would say probably a couple postseason ex exits a little earlier than they maybe mm -hmm. they would have liked. And then we'll wrap things up talking about Louisville and another good year for the Farmers. Pops to them. They, they were that team that hung around, found a way to get in the playoffs, and did damage once they got up in there. I the followed them from afar. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, it had been over 10 years since the Farmers had made the playoffs in football. Um, they finished second in the district. And that's I even with that sweet water tower on 35 where it says the yep. one, their one state title in, what, 93 or 94 or something? Yeah, two of them. Don't be fucked. They, 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 so they went back to back. Short. Hey, Brian Murphy, get that man. <laughs> man come at me, Louisville. I made another enemy. Not back to yeah, Holly. Uh, there was one year in between. But, um, yeah, so first time making the playoffs in Good. over 10 years. They were right in the hunt for the district championship. They uh, finished second to Flower Mound by one game. Flower Mound was their only loss. That was the first district game of the year, and they actually led that game by 20 points in the third quarter. Flower Mound stormed back yeah. to get the win. That was all that cost Louisville from getting from getting the district championship, but they get in the playoffs. They win in the first round in a thrilling three-overtime game against Keller. And then were you there? No, I wasn't at that one, but um, unfortunately the one I was at was the... The end of the run against uh, that powerhouse Duncanville team that took care of them in the second round. But um, still a good year for Louisville and football season. And then they make the playoffs in both boys and girls basketball. A real veteran girls basketball team. And then, of course, the boys team. Who knows what they could have done in the playoffs yeah. if their standout freshman, Keontae George, who was our star local media newcomer of the year, if he didn't get... I do, like, you know, I've been yeah, seeing a lot. No, you know, I don't get impressed with young because I'd be like, uh, he's all right. Well, you, should be, you be should be impressed with this one. He's, I remember I asked you who he was. He's JT was talking about him since like early November, and he was just oh, like, man, no, there's a freshman, there's a freshman. And, 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 I'm like, okay. Shout out my man Booker Woodfox gave me the heads up on... Keontae George there, and I he did, him, he did not disappoint this year. And I, I was like, this guy got some skills. He, he was one for six going into the third quarter, and he busted 15, hit four three-pointers. Like, this is my team. Like, this yeah. guy's a freshman? Yeah. Does he look uh, like a freshman? Not in height-wise. Height-wise, he, he got to fill yeah, out. Yeah, he's got to fill he out. He has star potential. But he could be R.J. Jr. If you just RJ watch him play, though, he does not look like a freshman. No, no he's, really? his skill level is... I've been seeing a lot of tweets about him above the last yeah. couple months lately, and so now it, may, it all makes sense. Yeah, he's been he having a good he, year on the he, summer he, circuit. He gets my thumb approval like Ryan's Toy Story. He's my thumb approval. <laughs> so, yeah, he had Louisville going into the last week of the season, was tied with Coppell for the district lead, and then Keontae got real sick, actually had to go to the hospital. So he missed the last two district games and the two playoff games. They ended up winning one of the playoff games the first round, mm -hmm. but then lost in the second round. So who knows what could have happened. Had you know maybe they got the number one seed and had a different path, or had he been available for the playoffs? But um, another good year for the basketball team. They'll be super strong next year. They have Keontae, they have KJ Pruitt back, they have Kylan Green back, and whoever whoever else squad. they want to bring in. So yeah, they're going to be a good squad next year too with all those guys coming back. So now wh who's the best team in Louisville? The high school or Louisville? <laughs> <laughs> the high school does have some talent, but I'm taking the Farmers there for sure. Um, We'll see what that if the high school gets any more transfers this year. They were pretty active getting the the big seven foot guy from McKinney and, along with Quavian mm -hmm, mm -hmm. last year. So seven foot guy and they got There's, yeah the high school has some guy on their team. He was he, uh, yeah, and they got Julian Larry from Lone Star, yeah. 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 Austin Lewis yeah. from Wake. Who do they play? Just that's a really good player. Academy. I'm not trying to be funny either. Yeah, I just play, they they play. just play different like tap schools or private schools or are they like, like academy IMG schools or Texas? Yeah. 
Uh, last year they're at that level. Last year was yeah. their first year, so I don't yeah, know. Yeah, they're not at IMG but, level. Uh, um, but, but essentially, they, essentially they, play. they play just random yeah. private schools and they stuff like that. Play random they, other academies. I know it sounds like cliche, but they play who they can get to play on or who they can get games with. Or who they, also, feel, who they so, feel is so, also basically equal, they're, they're, yeah, they're the new prime U. Prime, prime, prime prep. Prime prep. Prime So They're trying to be. But yeah, pretty good kind of bounce back year, a lot of enthusiasm around the football team and what Michael, co head coach Michael Odo has going on there. So, and then um, didn't finish as strong as they would like with baseball and softball and some of the individual sports, but still a pretty good year for the farmers there, especially getting back to the playoffs and football. I know everybody's really excited to see that, as was I. Guys, anything else? Oh, ho, 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 um, props to all the coaches and the kids and McKinney. They had a great year. Hope y'all can show up and show out in 1920. 1920, huh? 2020. 2020. Well, no, 1919-20. Probably the best junior will be senior class. I stand by what I said. Because you got the Londons, you got the Brandon Frazier's of the world, you got the 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 Markowitz twins in basketball. I mean, in football. Man, y'all are gonna y'all are gonna need your own podcast. <laughs> Take this McKinney Frisco rivalry elsewhere. Oh gosh, any boxing gloves for that one. <laughs> All right, well, that'll wrap it up here for this edition of the Star Local Media Sports Podcast. Thanks for tuning in, and you can check us back on Thursday when we continue with our last uh, year interview segment. Thanks again for joining us. Looking to hire top talent in your community? Look no further than StarLocalJobs.com. Our platform is specifically designed to connect local employers with qualified candidates in their area. With StarLocalJobs.com, you can easily post job listings tailored to your specific needs and requirements. Our platform is user-friendly and offers a wide range of options to help you find the perfect candidate for your open position. Plus, our job matching algorithm ensures that your listing is shown to the most relevant job seekers in your area. But that's not all, StarLocalJobs.com also offers a variety of resources to help you throughout the hiring process. From candidate screening to interview tips, our team of experts is dedicated to helping you find the right fit for your company. So why wait? Join the thousands of satisfied employers who have found their ideal candidate through StarLocalJobs.com. Post your job listing today and start building your dream team.